0: Hey, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode 15 of the Controlled Interest Gamecast, where we talk about video games and everything happening in the industry. As always, I'm joined by Jordan.
1: The hype is strong with this one.
0: And Dominic. Hey, what's up? Um, Last week, we talked about the first three press conferences happening at E3. Now we're going to be talking about the three, or two major ones, and everybody else. Microsoft, Sony, and then Square Enix, and everyone else that's going to be at other people's shows and stuff. So, uh... We're going to get into what we've been playing. Um, I've been really busy this week. I didn't have a chance to really play anything. Um, So I got no progress on uh, Quantum Break. I got no progress on Overwatch. I really didn't have time to play anything. Um, But I did watch Bo Burnham's comedy special, Make Happy, which was fantastic. Uh, Jordan and I were talking about it before the show. Great. Um, I still like What more, but I absolutely loved Make Happy. And I also saw Kingsman, uh, which I should have seen a long time ago. Great movie. Uh, Great take on the spy genre. Um, it, it, really, it's cool that somebody took a twist like Austin Powers used to, obviously that was super comedic, um, but this is a cool twist on spy movies, which I think are kind of, uh, kind of old fashioned now and kind of decaying. And I like this resurgence of a new twist on it. So, uh, yeah, I didn't really play too much, um, but I did watch two really cool things. So what about you guys? What did you guys play this week?
2: So this week I finished up, uh, Doom, which I was very satisfied with. That game was a ton of fun. Um, so... Stay tuned, and we might have more on Doom uh, later on in the form of a more formal review. Um, but I also played Gone Home this week, which I was a little bit underwhelmed by. Actually, um, mm. first walking sim simulator I've ever played. So um, I, I actually really liked like the genre and how the story was told, and it was interesting through most of it. But the ending really fell flat for me, and I it was just kind of kind of lame, I guess ultimately. But I'm looking forward to trying more of these kinds of games out uh, regardless. So. It was good. It was okay. Um, I also finished up the Far Harbor Fallout 4 DLC. Uh, so, so yeah, so Far Harbor was a lot better than most of the quests in the main uh, Fallout 4 game. I'll say that. Like, some of the decisions they make you make are really morally great. That's what makes these kinds of games interesting is making those tough choices. So.
1: Um, I was going to say, if you enjoyed Gone Home, uh, some people bashed it, but I personally really liked Everybody's Gone to the Rapture on PS4.
2: That's one I do want to check out next. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's another walking simulator, if you want to call them that.
2: People also like uh,
0: The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, which I don't know if it's on consoles or not, but you play on PC, so you might want to check it out.
1: That one's pretty cool, but um, I was pretty underwhelmed by that one, actually, and like... It's a lot of puzzling and stuff like that, and to me, honestly, a lot of it didn't even make sense, and it's kind of just convoluted, so, um, that one's a maybe for me, as far as recommendation. But, uh, as far as what I've been playing, um, as I said, the hype is strong with me. I am super excited for E3, as we'll see later on in the show. Um, but before we get to that, I, I must apologize, friends, because I am a damn dirty liar, um, I said that I was going to turn on my PS3 and play some Persona this week, and I did no such thing. So, I want to apologize to the world. I will be playing this game at some point. It will happen, and I'm, I'll am i be damned if I don't finish that before episode 20. Um, but anyways, what I have been playing, um, obviously played a bunch more Blood and Wine with The Witcher this week. Um, still loving it and enjoying it. And the issue I had with it not locking on anymore in combat, apparently I'm not the only one having that. That's going to be a big part of the next update. So um, there's that, but then there's also a nice little money exploit that I found, which um, really just saves me time. It doesn't, like, you know, change the game, make it easier, or anything like that. So that was nice. Um, And then, other than that, I... uh Haven't played a whole lot of games, but part of the hype being so strong. I saw an awesome uh, Watch Dogs 2 trailer yesterday, which I guess you guys watched as well Um, So I started playing Watch Dogs and uh, you know what guys This is another Assassin's Creed unity situation where there were some issues at launch and there was some stuff that people didn't weren't so happy about um, with the game and I think people misjudge this game. I mean, I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, I don't know why people were so disappointed by the hacking and stuff. It already seems like it's cool, and, like, it seems... The game that I thought I was getting from the previews at those E3 conferences is the game that I'm playing, so I'm not really disappointed in that sense. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm giving this game a really good chance because... uh, like I said, people kind of crapped all over it, and I don't think it deserved that. I think most of it was really about the graphical downgrade, and I'm looking at it now like, dude, this game looks totally good. I mean, it's it's no Uncharted 4 or infamous Second Son, but Jeez. no one will ever reach the heights of the, the real-life Seattle that Sucker Punch made. But still, I think it's a beautiful game, and I think people were just, like, bullshitting when they were saying that... Uh, You know, the graphical downgrade was that bad. And then speaking of Watch Dogs, kind of a similar game. I got a little shout out to make real quick. Um, My boy Logan Hunt, um, who doesn't play video games, he and I were chilling out. And I was telling him about this uh, hip hop artist that's named Nico Is to type into Spotify. And instead of that, he typed in Nico Bellic. So Nico Bellic's also getting a shout out from GTA 4. Coming all the way from not America. Um, I don't know where he's from because I don't play GTA, but, but yeah, I, was, I thought that was really funny. I was like, wait, you don't have a, you don't even own a video game console and you just like shouted out this deep cut protagonist from GTA 4 what the hell? I think he's from Romania, so, I think. Yeah, something like that. So, Nico Bellic and my buddy Logan are getting shout outs today.
0: Awesome. Uh, really quick before we get into the Microsoft conference, because uh, I want to jump into it. Uh... Watch Dogs, the first one, it just didn't seem like something that would capture me. It seemed very, the the, the, the theme and everything just seemed very boring and bland. Which is,
1: well, that's why I held off on it for so yeah. long.
0: The new one looks really cool. I like the upbeat. I like the uh, the protagonist being part uh, partly like a parkour guy. Um, it looks really cool. It looks really interesting. I still want to see a little bit more on it before I pull the trigger on Watch Dogs 2, but it does seem like it's moving in a better direction, personally.
1: Yeah, I think they're changing a lot up with this one just because of... how many complaints people had with the first one so
0: yeah let's get into microsoft's conference um first thing on the list we're going to be talking about the new two xboxes we're going to be seeing in the next year or so uh the slim xbox one that's reportedly coming out this fall and the what we're going to call it's known as scorpio that's not what we're going to call it it's the xbox big boy which is supposedly coming out next year um so let's get some real quick thoughts on uh the slim and the xbox big boy for me um, I think the slim, I think it's probably a guarantee, uh, Xbox is known for, I guess both consoles are known for making slimmer models, it's not, nothing too crazy, um, it's not surprising, it's not gonna wow anybody, um, it seems like it's gonna have a lot more memory, which is a huge thing considering a lot of people are going more digital, so that's awesome, um, and then the Xbox Big Boy, um, I, I have high hopes for it, um, I, I'm coming to the point where my Xbox isn't necessarily working at, uh, at peak performance, so by, next late next year i could look into maybe getting the the more powerful xbox one um so definitely is viable um yeah and i think that uh i I think that we're gonna see some cool stuff with them what do you guys think redesigns anything
2: so yeah i think it's pretty obvious they're gonna do a slim and the scorpio big boy deal looks like it's happening as well i have some of my predictions are gonna be the exact prices and times are gonna see that stuff so hold off but i was thinking about this yesterday. Um, or rather a few days ago as I was playing doom, which I played on p s four instead of p c and it made me realize that after each time I died, I had to wait at least a minute for everything to load so point being, I hope in these new bigger consoles they actually start using ssds instead of hard drives so that loading times just get like fractioned um that's like that is like one of the biggest uh one of the biggest like you know advantages of pc gaming is if you use an ssd then none of your loading times are nearly as long as they are on on console so hopefully they they put some ssds in these new guys even if it's going to cost more i think it'd be worth it
1: i hear a lot of people talking about having really great pcs and sometimes like for example witcher they wouldn't even have to load like they'd hit a fast travel point and they'd initiate it and then it would fade to black and they'd be in the next place like that's how this shit should be because that's what I think that's what a lot of people thought we were getting with PS4 and Xbox One generation yeah. and that didn't turn out to be the case.
2: And that's that's the standard right now. Like in the computer industry, like you can't buy a computer nowadays pre-built without an SSD. That's unheard of.
1: Yeah, I think that it's I think it's weird because you look at ever since we left the cartridges behind, I think uh, over the generations of video games, the loading screens have just gotten longer and longer really. Oh yeah. Games Which is have gotten not, bigger but Sure, sure. It's it's understandable at least, but it's definitely not something you want
2: to stick around. You know. Mm-hmm. Although maybe Jordan, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you can put an SSD in a PS Four now. I know you can replace with bigger hard drives, but I don't think I don't you think can it's compatible. An no, an SSD in it. Yeah. No,
1: you can. It it has to, it just has to be the same size. The biggest thing is that um, a lot of people have done tests on this. Um, shout out to like Digital Foundry and some of those guys, even IGN. But, uh, yeah, they've shown that even if you do, like, let's say you spend an extra $100 on your hard drive, you're not, you, like, the, the amount of uh, time that you're saving in the loading screens is, like, maybe a second. Sometimes it doesn't even change it, so it's, you can do it in a PS4, but it's, it's so negligible that you're just wasting yeah. money.
2: That would explain the decision, then, to not, not put one in there when they built it.
1: Yeah, it's probably just not built around that, which, once again, Sony, with their awesome foresight here,
0: do you guys think the Xbox Slim will just be a smaller like rectangle box or do you think they're going to go with something interesting as far as the redesign?
1: I actually think that's a big part of this because they know how how much people hate the actual hardware of the current Xbox One and they also the know that it. they don't they don't yeah the look of it. Well and also like it's just clunky size, it's takes up too much space and a big thing is like even back in PS3, I don't know about the the fat PS3, but the PS3 Slim and Super Slim, they never had power bricks. You haven't had a power brick since PS2, as far as I can remember. And, you know, Microsoft's always had power bricks. So, I, can they just get rid of the power brick? Like, talk to Sony about it? I don't know. The, it should be, like, done by now.
2: This is just one of those things, and that's the way that it is, because Sony's a hardware company. So, they have a little bit more you know, experience-making hardware, Where is Microsoft is the software company. So that's why you see their UIs are usually a little bit nicer.
0: Uh, okay, so we're going to be getting into the, uh, the, the, the first-party games and the exclusives. So first up, Gears 4. For me, um, I don't think there's a lot to say. I think they're going to show a, uh, a level of the game, a mission. Uh, maybe not the whole thing, obviously, but a section of it. You're going to get some interesting dialogue between the new characters, all three new protagonists. Uh, you get a little bit feel for their personality. You're going to see some gameplay of the game. They're going to it's probably going to be towards the end of a level where you see like a mini boss or something just to show like the impressiveness of the game. Um, and then I think that's it. I don't think we're getting too much after that cuz we got the teaser last year. I think there needs to be gameplay and a little bit of char- character introduction to this new cast of, of people. What do you guys think? Microsoft's
1: a tough a tough call, not just because I'm more of a PlayStation guy, but just because they they're the wild card here. You know, they're the ones that are kind of the underdog in this situation because Sony's outselling them so much. So I almost have a tough time gauging them just because they can go either way. They could, they could just come out of left field and, and be like, all right, you, you know, we're, we're going to capture your attention
2: with this big. So uh,
0: do you think they'll show anything else than what I, what I stated down for gears Four? do you think that's pretty much it? That's what we can expect.
2: Yeah. I expect the same for gears Four. so
1: I think, I think you'll get a solid, you know, last time it was like two seconds of gameplay last year for Gears 4. And I do think you will get, you know, several minutes this time. Maybe yeah, it'll be their headliner
0: ten. for sure, I think. Um, scale bound, hopefully it runs better. Um, I hope that they find a tone for this game. It seemed like the tone was all over the place. Uh, personally, it was trying to be serious and then trying to be um, like Sunset overdrive like very playful. I think they need to find a tone and maybe that is a tone balancing back and forth. Um, I want to just see more of the the game itself. Uh, I'm I don't know if I want to buy it or not, but I think Scalebound will have some time. I don't think they'll show anything that'll blow us away, but they probably will show that the game can actually run now, right?
1: Oh, that yeah. would be nice. Yeah, that
0: was the biggest issue with everyone is they said it looked like it wasn't running. It was running poorly, which I don't think it was running atrociously, but yeah, you could see that it wasn't running at peak performance or something you would want to show at a conference. You know, like it wasn't awful.
1: But then. They delayed that to 2017 yeah. anyways, right? So that's probably... I, I guarantee you that was a big part of it.
0: Um, so two quick indie games that are going to be shown. Um, Below and Cuphead. I want release dates already. Both of these games look fantastic. I just want to know when I can play them. Um, One of the rumors is obviously Cuphead, you know, Microsoft put a lot of money behind it after they saw the reaction of people. And they went and changed the game. Like, we saw a new trailer a couple of months ago where instead of it just being where we were worried it was just going to be boss fights, they added this whole overworld and uh, platforming levels and stuff. So they definitely made the game more uh, than what it was originally intended to be. And, uh, yeah, I just want release dates, man. I want to play Below already. I want to play Cuphead already. I just want release dates, you know?
1: I think you'll get uh, Cuphead release window this fall and below release date late summer, like August I, or I honestly
0: different. think they might have a thing going where it's not necessarily summer games that they used to have on Xbox Live, but I think there will be a, a grouping of indie games. Um, the, the new game from the guys who made Limbo, which I don't remember the name that they showed off last year, and then below, yeah, I definitely think Cappy Games. Um, I
1: think that was two years ago, the one where the kids running through the dystopian gray future, yeah, and then there's those like little bits of red.
0: Also to that, um, uh, Behemoth, the guys behind uh, Castle Crashers. Their game has been in development for a while. They're Game 4. On the wiki it said it was titled Pit People, which I wasn't familiar with it already having a title. That could be shown too. I think they might have a little indie spot where they show off these games that are coming up within relatively the next year, so that's not surprising. Um, Halo Wars 2, uh, its its I think this is going to be one of the, the first exclusive games that's going to be or not one of the first, I guess, Quantum Break did. But I think this is definitely going to be Windows pushed heavily on Windows 10 just because that's where the audience is for those type of RTSs. Um, but it has a huge cult following. So I think Halo Wars 2, I think it'll ship this year. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think Halo Wars 2 is a, a fall game or do you think they'll push it out? What do you guys expect for Halo Wars 2?
2: I'm, I'm putting in my vote for fall. I'm thinking
1: 2017. I don't think that game... I think we would have heard. More well, I don't about think it you know.
0: necessarily had to say more about it. I think that isn't a game that isn't a, an actual standalone Halo game. I think it's a a game that people who are into that are into that. Like it, I think console console. You know, people know that RTSs aren't really the go to genre on consoles. So I think headlining yeah. shows and stuff like that. I think this is a game you show off when it's about to release. You know.
2: Um, on that same note uh, didn't XCOM 2 just get announced it's coming to which is really awesome that's a game I've wanted to play
0: for a while Mm -hmm. and it's cool it's coming to consoles Uh, ReCore this is a game that's slated for 2016 this is the armative game Uh, not much is known about it Armature Armature Uh, it looks interesting it looks cool I want to know more about it Um, people are saying this is like replacing the mid tier games and stuff like that but I do think this can be a a sleeper little fun time by no means do I think it's going to be like a 10 out of 10 or anything but like I do think this could be a surprise game that people latch onto if it's if it's made well, you know, so we'll see what that. Do you guys have any expectations for ReCore? Do you guys remember the trailer of, like, the girl with a dog thing?
2: I gotta watch it again because I don't even really remember it. Yeah, she's taken cores out of
1: certain robots and there's, like, a bunch of, like, forms.
0: animalistic robots. Oh, yeah. ReCore. Um, right. And it's, I think yeah. that's a huge mechanic of the game is, like, getting different robots for different actions. You know, like if there's a gorilla one, it's probably to push something or break something. The dog's probably for like stealth-based gameplay. Uh, it looks really interesting depending on how they do it. Um, Crackdown 3. Uh, Jordan said this before the show. This game needs to come out already. Uh, I Personally, I agree with a lot of people saying that this game uh, missed its mark. A lot of times I forget about it. Um, I didn't play Crackdown. I didn't play Crackdown 2. It's not a Microsoft... Exclusive uh, IP that I always think about. I think it's very forgettable. Personally, um, I just think it's like it's like a stylized fun time, but it looks very generic to me most of the time. Uh, are either of you guys excited for Crackdown Three?
1: Nope. Uh, I think I'll play it when it's pretty damn cheap. Probably if I just want to bounce around in an open world. But that's kind of what that game is. You know, it's not. It doesn't seem like it has a bunch of story or deep characters or anything like that. I know that the first two games
2: weren't like that. It reminds me of Just Cause 3 that just came out. Where there, yeah, there's kind of, you could have some fun and do some goofy stuff in there and, you know, there's some good physics and whatever and attach those little rocket propellers and, you know, make things go flying or whatever. But ultimately, ultimately, that's not something I want to pay $60 for to just mess around and get bored after an hour type of thing.
1: That's that's exactly how I played Just Cause 3. was like, the story was like, Dog piss, like it was terrible. Um, the game was really fun, and the open world was cool to interact it with and and fly around in. But yeah, I just eventually I just got bored with it because that's all it is is just taking over outposts and blowing stuff up. And I think Crackdown's probably yep. pretty similar. Uh,
0: so we have quite a bit still left on list. We're gonna go with some quick hitters, and I want some quick. Uh, responses on these so rare sea of thieves uh, this is like the multiplayer rare game where it's uh, pirates uh, at sea we rarely know anything about it i think we're going to get a huge gameplay reveal of what exactly goes on i think they might do the thing where they pull people on stage and they play it and they have a good old time and it's like uh that kind of hmm. thing what do you guys think
1: that's probably a good idea for that one
0: yeah, yeah. it's like oh we're having fun together we're pirates uh, <laughs> we're definitely gonna show something about it Yeah, definitely. Um, So, also, turn 10, do you think they're going to have some Forza stuff there this year? Always. Yeah, something with Forza. Uh, Really quick here, these are some... We have one more thing.
1: They're going to drop a Ford car out of the roof like they did last year, just have it beam down from the top of the ceiling.
0: God, just like EA had Pele talk about (laughs) soccer for 10 minutes. Um, Because that's what we wanted at Gamers Conference. So, uh, really quick, Capcom Vancouver, there was a leak recently uh, of a, a, Dead Rising 4 poster, um, people speculate it's going to be, uh, Frank West is on the poster, people aren't sure if this is a remake, reboot of the first game, or if this is a actual new title, it takes place in the same place in Colorado, where the first game took place, um, so that could be a huge thing, Dead Rising 3 was a launch title that suffered from being a launch title, I think that game could have been a lot better if it wasn't forced to be made so quickly to be turned on, uh, turned out for the, the console release, I think that game just had a ton of launch game issues, um, what else here so that that's everything that's quote unquote confirmed uh, we're going to go through through some speculation real quick um, are we going to see the Fable card game that Microsoft hired some of the ex-Lionhead studio guys to make or will we see anything of that
1: probably yeah, yeah I, think I think it's so. a good
0: grace move right we hired these guys they're still working here we're making something Fable related um, Saber Interactive the guys who did the Halo Anniversary edition haven't worked on anything since they made that game and then nothing since you think they'll have something do you think they have a remake or a reboot of a uh, last gen game
1: Maybe. maybe That's kind of just a wild card, whatever.
0: Yep. Uh, I'm doubting that, bud. Undead Labs, the guys who made State of Decay, the hugely popular uh, game, uh, State of Decay, uh, their new project, Class 4, has been in development for a while, since 2013. They did take some time off to make the year one edition of uh, State of Decay for next gen or current gen, rather. Uh, Do you think we'll see anything from Undead Labs? A teaser? Anything? A name?
1: Yeah, we're probably getting close to that, I would say. Um, I think that's about ready.
0: Yep. Uh, Battle Toads. It's the Crash Bandicoot of Microsoft. Do you think there will be anything with Battle Toads? I think everything that was, uh, you know, talked about in the T-shirt and everything, I think, that had to do with the Killer Instinct character. It's well, not and
1: a rare it, replay.
0: Yeah, it's not a franchise that resonates with anybody enough to constantly like Crash. At least ha- I think has a lot more of a following than Battle Toads. Oh you know? sure,
1: yeah. Yeah, um, Battletoads to me was always an inside joke like people would call GameStop asking for Battletoads and stuff like Yeah. It's almost more of just a a cult following joke type thing at this point.
0: Speaking of cult following, Conquer. People want to see something with conquer. Eventually, there was the he was actually in. Uh, what's the game that was recently canceled? for Make Microsoft? your own damn conquer game
1: in Project Spark.
0: Yeah, Project Spark. Uh, so people really want something to conquer. Uh, this is something that I thought of that I was doing my research on this conference for. So Blue Dragon was a, a JRPG that came out in 2007. Um, it was bundled with 360s in Japan and sold very well. It actually sold quite a bit of 360s in a market where Xbox is known for not doing great in. Um, it would be interesting to have a sequel to Blue Dragon and have it bundled with Xbox Ones with the new Slim model um, that fits kind of like the societal norms for Japan of having smaller things um, in their households because they don't have a lot of space. So you want to get a console into people's hands in Japan and in other places, you bundle your Slim, your new Slim, with a franchise that they actually that the Japanese market actually enjoyed. So it's not too far-fetched to see a, a Blue Dragon remake or reboot or sequel and bundled with Slims. So I think it's it's an interesting idea at the very least, right? Mm, I agree Um, So that covers everything with Microsoft Uh, We'll have our predictions later in the episode And uh, yeah, we got through a lot of stuff there A lot of good stuff to talk about Now we're getting into your guys' territory Um, Jordan goes back and forth Obviously on Microsoft and Sony He knows a little bit about both But this is definitely, I think, where we're going to have our meat of our episode First off, let's talk about
2: Neo and PSVR Obviously we're You might say that this is uncharted territory Oh god 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 Uh, going
1: off of that. I mean, Jared, you know that we're infamous for our PlayStation coverage here at Controlled Interests.
0: (laughs) God, kill me. Um, this, this uh, episode's gonna crash and burn. Uh. I don't want to put up too much resistance, but. (laughs) Okay, so, (laughs) I'm moving past that. Neo and PSVR. We all are probably gonna have some type of prediction. One of our predictions is probably gonna be involved with Neo or, or PSVR at some point. So, just real quick, I don't, I don't. We're gonna have anything to say regarding anything besides our predictions. But um, do you guys think this will be successful? Do you think Sony's gonna have the right messaging for both of these yeah, together?
2: I'm not worried. Um, you think
0: they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna say the right things with Neil? They're gonna I, play I you so. sweetly.
2: They're gonna play it off. I mean, it's gonna be great, um, obviously, and it's gonna look good or whatever. the The problem they're gonna have is choosing when they show games. You know, explaining what what console exactly this game is showing on. Or, you know, is running on. That's gonna be right? a big deal, yeah. That's the thing that they have to kind of steer around, but ultimately, I I don't think it's gonna be a huge deal. And this thing isn't gonna sell like bonkers or anything, and they don't they won't expect it to. But I think it's not gonna hurt them, you know what I mean, in any meaningful way. I think
0: yeah. <sighs>
1: it's tough to talk about, right? It's it's obviously very, um, it's a subject that they're gonna have to tiptoe on, and and I hope that they have their um, their message, uh, smoothed out. I hope it's clean. I hope there aren't any, you know, ratchet and clanks messing up their, their message there. But I really do hope that they don't like really fuck it up. Right. Because the biggest, the worst thing they could do would be to like do a side by side, something like that. Like here's what the BS four gameplay looks like. And here's PS4 Neo next to it showing that your PS4 looks like shit. And I don't I I think that, you know, if they did something like that, people would would freak out there at the conference, freak out online and they're just going to get more hate and vitriol they, towards they the They know Neo. better.
2: I mean there there's 40 million PS4s out there already. They they wouldn't, you know, slap all those people in the face publicly like that.
0: Microsoft can't wait to see what they do and see the reaction because Considering their console comes out a year later, the reaction that people have to PlayStation Neo is going to be a huge factor on whether or not the Big Boy is successful and what steps they take to market that and talk about it, you know? So, wow. I true. Think
1: that, but yeah. if, like, let's say they both, you know, Microsoft reveals Big Boy, Sony reveals Neo this year, Microsoft's going to be the one going first since their conference is earlier in the day. So, they would have the first reaction, I guess.
0: Well, yeah, but I'm talking about as far as a release, like how this thing sells, right. how the yeah. market takes it. Um, that, yeah. yeah, I should have worded that better. I, You're completely right if, about them actually announcing it, but as far as like it getting to market, obviously Sony's going to be first, so we're going to see how that works out. Yeah. Um, like I said, we have a lot of predictions probably for these things, so I don't want to get too caught up. And we've talked about PSVR and Neo plenty on our other episodes, so if you want to check that out, go look on our YouTube or our SoundCloud <laughs> Um, At nauseum. Uh, so, next up's Horizon Zero Dawn, everyone's favorite fall game. That's no longer a fall game. Uh, will we see more gameplay? Oh yeah, you, think so? <laughs> you fucking better. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we will actually – So I think they did E3, Paris Games Week, and then maybe even like PSX. They did. I think they did three different con- conferences. I know they did the two last year where they previewed horizon zero dawn and every time it was the exact same demo but just you know done three different ways but the it wasn't like oh wow this is so different than the other time you showed it to us so i was like really this game's coming out next fall and this is the only thing you can show us right now so you better get some gameplay i want
0: to see why i care about this character the biggest thing is the gameplay looks cool the environment looks cool everything i want to know why i care about this character
1: you or know, Aloy's not starting things off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Aloy's but I want I want to know
0: name. what her story is, you know, cause right now it's like future tech Far Cry Primal to me. It doesn't look like anything special, but I want to know why this is special, why this character is special, why this world is special. Like I want to know more, you know, did you um, see the cinematic trailer? Yeah, but it still hasn't done anything for me. Like, I want more of this game. If this is going to be – it seems like this is an IP that they're going to put – a new IP that they're going to put a lot behind. I want to see why I should care about this. When Last of Us 2 was announced and it started getting talked about, I was figuring out why I cared about this game. Why I was going to care about Last of Us, you know, where I have no yeah. stakes in Uncharted. So,
1: Well, yeah. I, I could agree with you there. Like, the cinematic trailer, I would say, brought some intensity. It, it upped the stakes for me, but it didn't make me necessarily care about the characters, what Aloy was going through and all that. You know, I see that she's on a journey. I see that the stakes are high, but not necessarily why I should be concerned for her. I, I want
0: guess. to have more character moments. Yeah, like yeah. specific character moments. Yeah, that'll
2: happen in the game, right? I mean... Yeah. I'm so, already sold on it, so... It...
0: <laughs>
1: okay. okay.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm not at all, so I want to see.
1: Um, I'm sold on it, but I'm I'm not yeah i'm not just like ultra hype at this point
0: so the next two games we're gonna be talking about have both been in uh basically development for a very long time and hopefully they both release uh, finally first of all last guardian will it will we get a, a a release date will it be shown extensively will we just have a murmur what's going on here with last guardian so
2: i have a prediction about this but we're definitely going to see the game um, okay yeah and i'll save my specific prediction regarding the release date later though
0: Okay, so not too much about Last Guardian. We just want it out already. Well,
1: I will take the other side of that coin, Dom, and I will say you're getting a release date at E3 or they're dumb. Like, they're seriously dumb if they don't put out a release date.
0: I agree. The second game, uh, Neo, I recently had a demo that was divided. I think quite a bit of people – I didn't see a lot of people negatively reacting to the demo. I saw more favoritism of – I think a lot of people just didn't know what this game was. Um, It looks interesting – Will we see anything with Neo extensively, at, at Sony Conference at all? Do you think it'll have a short little anything, or is this a game that's not... It's a Gamescom game, it's not yeah.
2: an E3 game. that that That's my take, is this is a smaller... This isn't an E3 type game.
1: Not quite, just because it is such a weird situation that the game's in. It was debuted, I think, in 2004, which is, you know, before the days of the PS3, so... I think they're they're kind of cautious with that game. It's not, yeah, it's not a blockbuster.
0: I also think it depends on whether or not From is going to be having anything at Sony, too, because, like, Neo is its own type of game, but it is very From-y, if that makes sense, From Software-y.
1: Oh, it's so, very Dark Souls.
0: Yeah, um, I, I think it also depends on whether or not From's there. Uh, so I'm going to go through some quick hitters here of games. You just let me know if you want to talk about it a little bit more. Um, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Though it isn't a Sony first party, it is going to be shown extensively at Sony's conference, uh, they're buddy buddies now activision is in love with sony now that because obviously it's the winning console um infinite warfare you guys have anything to say about it nothing call of duty boom boom yada yada don't really care. call of duty boom boom <laughs> is that the new one <laughs> i want to hear that you don't have to you don't have to pre-order or you don't have to buy infinite warfare for cod Four because that seems like it's gone in the very wrong direction and as time has gone on i said i definitely was going to get infinite warfare to play cod Four, but as i've thought about it more and Want to be really involved in this industry. I don't think that's making the right decision for the industry with my pocket. And I don't think I should give in to having to buy a $60 game that I don't want to play a remaster.
2: Actually, you would have to spend $80 uh, to get yeah, the yeah, loss
0: right. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah, yep. Yep. yeah so, I, think,
1: I think you're right. I, they thought that was a good idea, but they should have just separated them. That was yeah. dumb. And then, you know, bundle them if you want.
2: I think it, it will happen eventually. Oh yeah! Initially. Once the
1: game's out, yeah, right. you'll be able. To, I bet it'll just be digital. This, be is driving, this is not driving,
2: this is driving those deluxe editions right now, so they're not going to yeah. ruin that. And...
0: But this is also driving the most disliked video in YouTube history. <laughs> driving and... the internet up the wall, yeah um you know what would be insane is if like battlefield one is like yeah and it also comes with the free uh remake of battlefield 1943 or whatever it was like if they have a beloved old battlefield game or bad company if it was like this comes with bad company or bad company Two, and it's you don't have to pay deluxe how uh, people would be so mad at call of duty you know yeah. um so that obviously be that'd be something man. that had to be in the works it can't just yeah. pop up <laughs> that'd be tough to just whip um, up a
1: remaster um,
0: um, Dreams, the game that isn't really a game, doesn't really do much for me. It's like Project Spark PlayStation edition. I think uh, we should
1: refer to this game as nightmares from now on because that's yeah. the only thing I think of when I see
0: them. The worst part is that studio's game. so talented and it seems like they're trying to be too artsy. That's my personal opinion. This is
1: yeah, I definitely think this is where Sony allowed uh Media Molecule to go off the deep end. Like mm-hmm. uh, Little Big Planet was already Little, barely a game, and then you just let him do this shit. I'm like, no, guys. And the
0: and the Vita one, Tearaway or whatever, right? Tearaway
1: was fine. I'm I'm I think cool. I, I'm cool with Tearaway. I don't think there's uh, it's like offensive as far as this isn't a game, but I think D- Dreams is almost like
0: eh, Dreams it, is the type it, of game X6 from like Flower those studios.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like. Not even doesn't seem like a game, it just doesn't even seem like a complete experience. It seems like you're going to have to make everything yourself, and I don't know about that.
0: That studio is too talented for them not – I want to see a real game from them, man. Like a real game. They're talented. Yeah,
1: I think if they were making like – yeah, kind of like an RPG or you know a 30-hour experience, something like that would be cool. Yeah. With still – it could be cutesy, you know?
2: Yeah. This is a great example of – we always talk about when when publishers – you know – choke down studios with release schedules or sequels, like, you know, maybe a studio wants to make something else, but the publisher says, nope, you're making number four in this series. Yeah. And you need to buy next year, by the way, type of thing. And we, we complain about that a lot, but then this is kind of the other end of the spectrum where I think Sony just said, yeah, go do what you want. And Media Molecule, Media Molecule came back with nightmares.
1: Yeah, this is... Um, You know, we were talking about kind of specializing in Sony here. That's a good point to make there, is that um, one thing you've got to know when you're talking about not even just first-party Sony, but Sony exclusives in general, you can tell that they uh, have a lot of artistic freedom. They have a lot of comfort when it comes to their, their artsiness. They can go in a lot of different directions. You know, they can spend 10 fucking years on the last guardian and nobody gets their ass whooped like what the hell sony you, like it's microsoft is are obviously very business oriented they'll just like you know cancel fable legends 75 percent through and tell all of lionhead to go fuck off when they're one of the biggest studios you know in gaming history it's like microsoft's much more business about that stuff and sony's like oh yeah just you know keep on making the last guardian it's a beautiful artistic masterpiece we'll get it out whenever so i think it would be nice if there was that third company maybe nintendo that is actually that happy medium between artistic integrity and freedom you need the actual bids business side of things yeah
0: so let's not dwell on this because people won't either when this game comes out uh (laughs) next up uh uh, persona 5 got a got a release date recently of uh, valentine's day of next year correct me if i'm wrong um, do you think this will be shown to Sony's conference? Oh, yeah, yep. in, in a big way.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, so I've got enough predictions here. I'll go ahead and just spoil one of mine because it's kind of just a general thing. Okay. I think that um, persona is still very much a niche thing. You've got a lot of people in the you know, uh, games industry and a lot of like hardcore gamers evangelizing it among us because um, it hits so hard. Uh, when Persona 4 was re-released on Vita as P4G, and um, I think that because of that, we as gamers are like, oh yeah, Persona, like, Persona's going to be huge, but, like, the general American audience, though they're not probably watching E3, they still don't know anything about Persona, and I think you really need to prove that to them, and I think of great way to, to do that would be just you know blowing it out of the water with gameplay at the sony conference do you know obviously it's a playstation exclusive for ps3 ps4 and so yeah you do you know 10-15 minutes of gameplay and and show people what it's all about and show this american audience why this is the best time to hop onto the persona
0: series
2: is it a console exclusive
1: yeah it's straight up like okay. sony like ps3 ps4
2: See, I'm sitting on the opposite side of that, I guess. So because this audience is so unfamiliar with it, I don't even think they're going to waste too much time trying to enter a market that they really you know, has no interest in this kind of game. I don't know. Um, I think
1: Persona 5 is the one that's going to change it will.
0: That. It will be shown. There will be like an audio cue or something Certain where people lines, start yeah. like hearing it, and they're like, <gasps> and then if it comes from black to fade into something, I definitely think there will be something there. But I I kind of – I. I My biggest problem with Persona is I think the packaging is really not great. It doesn't lend itself to letting you know what the game is. For the longest time before I knew what Persona was, I I always used to see P4G. What the hell is that? It doesn't look interesting to me at all. But once I saw gameplay of Persona for Golden, it looked really interesting. It looked really cool. Like, I I think they're going to... The, the, what they did last year with it, I think they're trying to hit a, a more a, a larger market, and I think this won't be fans of perfo- uh, fa- fans of Persona. Here's Persona Five. I think, I think it's going to be the way this is message is gamers. Here's Persona Five. You know, I think it's going to be lending itself to people getting introduced to the series as opposed to it lending itself to the previous games. Kind of like how Witcher Three came out and really didn't ever reference Witcher Two or Witcher One. You know, they're trying to hit that mass market now. So yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. I think. Like Witcher two, Witcher three was Witcher's time to shine. Persona five is obviously Persona's time to shine. And um, I will, I, personally, for me, I disagree with you, Jared, about the packaging or the cover art. Um, with all that stylized stuff that they've got going on in the Persona games, they have, you know, very artistic and creative menu systems and UIs. And for me, that's what draws me in. That's what entices me is that really sharp contrast that. Eye popping and and really stylized uh, UIs that they use, which is you know brought into the cover art and all that. So, personally, I think that's what you use um, to really catch people's attention and catch people's eye.
0: But if you're going mass market, I don't I don't think that's the right call. Um, I,
1: but that's what I'm saying is that's like where the stylized comes in is because you're looking at all these. You know, 35-year-old shaved bald dudes with a gun in their hand. You know, these white guys. Yeah. And then you see these Asian school kids with this really cool, colorful cover. And and I, I think that's eye-popping in it. And, you know, it grabs your attention and doesn't let you go type of thing.
0: Yeah. Um, so we have some quick hits here, and then we'll get into the other stuff. Uh, Destiny DLC, there was a live stream today as of recording this on Thursday of the new Iron whatever the hell it's called. Um, that, that'll probably be shown. Uh, obviously Sony's in bed with Activision, so something with that will be shown. There'll be a, the trailer for that new expansion. Um, and I, I believe there's a new raid too, which Destiny fans will be excited for. Um, Street Fighter V, um, hopefully they'll try to win the good graces of gamers uh, because that game people didn't like the way it came out and it was a skeleton of what they expected. Um, Shenmue, we might see more of that. I don't know. I don't care. Um, and No Man's Sky... Uh, Jordan was saying it'd be a shame if they showed this because I think people are getting tired of it, which I agree with. Any of these four games, uh, do you guys have any words on
2: Shenmue Destiny, Street Fighter V, No Man's Sky? Anything to say about this? Uh, Sony, I want to reiterate the the last piece about No Man's Sky. And I think Jordan's right that yeah, people are done seeing trailers and previews and demos for this. Like it's, and then and then there was this delay. Like now, just
1: <laughs> yes, you guys want to watch Sean Murray fly through space some more
2: again? Yeah, exactly. Like we've seen it. We've been around the the loop with this a hundred times. Like, just give us the game.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so a couple of things here with s- specific studios: Quantic Dreams, uh, Detroit becomes human. Sony Ben's Dead Don't Ride. I think that's how, that's r- the right title, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, Santa if that Mo- is the title. Yeah, and which is also a rumor. And then Santa Monica uh, working on something. A lot of people speculate it's a God of War Asgard or whatever it's going to be called. Um, oh yeah. Oh, you guys yeah. have these specific three. Um, Become Humans, obviously, has uh, already been shown. That's a definitive thing. Will we see it? Sony Bend, Dead do Ride, is that the name? What exactly is that game, do you guys think? And Santa Monica is the game they've been working on, God of War for What do you think it'll be called? I want to hear a quick spiel about all those things.
1: Yeah, I'd say those are pretty big right there. Two big ones. Dead Don't Ride, if that's what it's called. You're going to see Sony Ben's game, or I think you better, because, yeah, they... What happened with Sony Ben is they released Uncharted Golden Abyss on Vita in like, you know, 2012, maybe even earlier. Or, not earlier, because that's when the Vita came out. But it was, I think, 2012, early 13. And then, they started prototyping other games and eventually they got to an infamous Vita game that they were, they even had playable. And they had eventually decided to cancel it and never came out. Which, um, seeing what Sony Ben did with Uncharted, I'm kind of almost happy that that didn't happen because I wouldn't have wanted them to ruin Infamous. But I, that's the reason that it's taken so long for them to get their next game out because they got so far down the road with Infamous Vita and never materialized. So um, it's time for them, Ben, show us your freaking game. It's time to go. And then with uh, Santa Monica, I'd say it's you know really 100% guarantee that God of War 4 is... Viking stuff and Norse mythology because we got that huge uh, concept art leak and uh, character models and all kinds of stuff, um, which showed that, yeah, someone is working on a God of War game that takes place in Norse mythology. And who else, other than uh, Sony Santa Monica, who also um, got way down the road with a sci fi RPG? Um, even had the writer from Battlestar Galactica and ended up canceling that game. So both of these studios have been, we've been waiting around for these guys and it's time for them to show us their games.
0: And what about, uh, become human? I don't, I didn't catch you saying anything. About oh, that. uh,
1: become human. That is, um, they revealed that at, um uh, Paris games week last year. And it's based off of the Kara demo that Quantic Dreamer originally did. Which I did.
0: loved which oh, is pretty cool
1: the way that this is all, you know, planned out panned out because that was a PS3 demo. Um but yeah, I think that game's going to be um pretty big especially with how big the whole uh Until Dawn situation was. People are cool with those games that are kind of more just like ex- playable experiences in a way. And I think uh I think we're going to get some gameplay from from Detroit for sure this year.
2: Yeah. Dom, anything to say about these? Bend. I'm pretty, much, I'm pretty much with you, spot for spot. Jordan, we need to see Ben's game. We just have to. Yeah. It's it's yep. time. It, it's Ben time. And we have to see it. <laughs> God of War, I expect to see. It doesn't really pique my interest, but um, what was what else? Were what was the other? Beyond. Uh, oh yeah, um, Detroit. Which Detroit. is not the Detroit game I wanted. It's not Fallout Detroit, but oh well. <laughs>
0: Which is ironic that it's called Detroit Become Human and Follow Forceful Stories of Since and you want to follow Crossover? I don't know. Um, my biggest thing I want to leave with, and maybe you guys agree with me, maybe you don't one of these three games is a fall game this year. Sony's fall lineup is so barren with Horizon getting delayed that eh, Last Guardian maybe. Like one of these three games we just talked about has to be a fall game, I think. One of them has to be.
2: Uh, I, don't know. I don't think so. I think they're done. You yeah, don't think I God of know, War? I I could easily
0: see God of War launching alongside the Neo.
1: So this was under my uh, other tab on our uh, prediction, so I'll go ahead and spoil another one for you here. Um, Release date for Rise of the Tomb Raider PS4. That could supplement Last Guardian this fall.
0: Yeah. So, uh, really quick, out of these three things, I want to hear what you think is most likely, or if a couple of them are likely, okay? Kojima coming on stage at all.
1: I definitely think that's likely, because... He's just been, you know, having a splurge of uh, concept art that he's releasing.
0: Okay, Crash Bandicoot in any form. A no. remake, a reboot, a, re- a new game, nope. anything. Those, those buttheads
1: will probably reference it again, but then, you know, not actually make a game.
0: Will we see Sucker Punch's new game, and is it Spider-Man?
1: We will not see Sucker Punch's new game. It's been uh, just over two years since Infamous Second Son was released, then they had a big old meaty DLC standalone pack in Infamous First Light, which uh, didn't come out for a while. That was l- way later on, in 2014. Um, so uh, maybe even, I don't think it came out last year. But um, I think it's they're still a years away before even revealing, in my opinion. And uh, Shuhei has said that he's played their game, but I'm not necessarily sure that he played you know.
0: Define play.
1: Even Yeah, I'm not even sure that he played like an alpha or beta version. I think it was way even earlier than that, so.
0: Okay, out of those three, what do you think is most likely, Dom? Do you think Spider-Man? Do you think Kojima coming on stage or just on video or something? Or Crash? What do you think is most likely out of those three?
2: Kojima coming on stage, most likely. Crash yep. Bandicoot, least likely. Uh, yeah. misses yep. game, in the middle.
1: Yeah.
0: Or Sucker Punch me, yeah. I yeah, got you. yeah,
1: sorry. <laughs> S- Sucker, Punch <laughs> is, Sucker Punch is not doing a Spider-Man game, but my god, that would be That would be some real Sony genius, the right hand talking to the left hand and actually getting that uh, Spider-Man license from Sony Pictures and making a dope-ass game. That would be, especially from a studio who obviously has incredible superhero pedigree under their belt.
0: So uh, thank you guys for watching the PlayStation Conference uh, portion of the podcast. We're going to be jumping into everything else in the next part, so catch you guys on the other side. So we're getting to the last part here. This is everything that wasn't included. So this includes a Nintendo, Square Enix, and as we were actually talking, I added a couple of things to this that we'll talk about as well. So uh, we're running a little long, so we'll try to get through these at a decent pace. First of all, Legend of Zelda won't be on stage, but it will be a playable demo at E3. What do you guys expect? Will people be blown away by this reportedly 30-minute demo that uh, Nintendo's going to have 90-minute? 90-minute? Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> they were telling people to schedule 90-minute 90, 90
0: appointments, yeah. Okay, I... I yeah, I guess I remember that yeah, incorrectly. What do you guys think of Legend of Zelda? Is it gonna blow people out of the water? It's... I
1: Dude, think so. it Better if you're asking me for ninety minutes of time, you better blow blow me out of the water. And when this <laughs> you when better
2: this blow happens. me <laughs> <laughs> ninety minutes of time, man. I want to get blown. Nintendo. I can tell you, I'm certainly definitely not going to. I'm certainly not going to let myself watch ninety minutes of gameplay from like this. Like no, yeah, I'll watch. You, a couple you won't minutes. even
1: get access to
2: that. Yeah. Right. I don't want to see more than a couple minutes. You know?
0: I could obviously, it could be one of those things where you get to play a mission in the game, and then it's like, you're free to roam and do whatever the hell you want for the other hour and 15 minutes or Or, or
1: the mission takes 30 minutes, and then the you know other hour, they're like, all right, now try it a different way.
0: Yeah, um, I want it to be good, but ugh, Nintendo hasn't shown me anything to prove otherwise. Nintendo Um, is
1: in the doghouse, guys, and everybody in the game industry knows it, so they have got to pull up them overalls and and get down and dirty with it.
0: It's sad, and no one hates Nintendo. Everyone wants Nintendo to succeed, and that's why everyone's so upset with them, is because it's like, you know, a friend that you want to do good in life, but they just keep making all the wrong decisions. Yeah,
1: and they're like an awesome friend, too. You're like, dude, you're a a really cool person, but you're just pissing me off,
0: Nintendo. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, a couple of things here before we get into the Square Enix section. Um, Injustice 2. Uh, this game looks awesome. The teaser trailer was yes. cool. Uh, I like the RPG mechanic element of it. It actually might get me to play a fighting game. Um, and <laughs> I just think the characters look cool. I love Flash. Um, especially with like rebirth and the return of Wally West. Spoilers. Um, but like I just I think it looks cool. Uh, I have some some things to say about it later. Uh, ukulele. Uh, it was delayed, so I don't know if we'll even see anything at the conference. This might be a Gamescom thing later on down the year. Um, it looks cool. Uh, the guys from Rare being at Platonic now—it looks like a Banjo game we want, which is super awesome. And there's a huge, there's a lot of nods to Banjo, which is super sweet. Um, anything to say about those two games? Injustice Justice Two, Ukulele—couldn't be farther apart as far as game style. Uh-huh.
1: You guys aren't intrigued by either? No, um, I, I'm intrigued. Well, I mean, Ukulele, eh? I'm, I'm. We'll see when that game comes out for me, but uh, Injustice, I'm definitely hyped on, especially after that trailer. I think the first game was cool. I love DC superheroes, and I love seeing them fight. So, um, and apparently, people just love the story of Injustice, and they continued it in the comics. So, um, I think Injustice Two is going to be a big game. I think this is going to be a big reveal. Like you're going to see some really great gameplay and I'm not sure whose stage it'll be on, but, yeah, I think Injustice is going to do it big this year.
0: Um, And you're indifferent, Dom, obviously. Uh, So, we're into the Square Enix stuff here. First of all, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided. Um, Right? That's a new one. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's going to be too much to show of it. The game's coming out really soon. I think it's going to be like, remember, this game's coming out. It's awesome kind of thing. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see too much. Uh, they Final did
1: fact- a 17-minute uh, demo that they put out yesterday, which... um. I think they're just trying to get that in before, yeah. it, it, the the whole flood of information comes. But I definitely think uh, Deus Ex will will have its 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 light at E three this year. It's far enough out.
0: Yeah, people definitely want to hear about stuff they can get immediately or soon sure yeah, enough. Yeah. So. Same thing with Final Fantasy fifteen. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot with that. We got the reveal event. Um, I think uh, if any, the, I think it'll be shown, but not a, a extensively. Um, and then this will be the first trio of, of uh, Square Enix games we talk about, and then we'll go with the other three. And then uh, Final Fantasy VII remake—will we see anything of this game?
1: I don't know, man. It might be time for that game to go because you've seen the initial reveal trailer, and then we got the gameplay trailer. Um, I think was PSX last last fall after the reveal. So um, uh, there's no way this game's coming out this year with Final Fantasy 15. And I'm thinking there's no way, you know, part one of the remake comes out in even the first half of 2017. 2018,
0: but, I think. Uh,
1: who knows, man, because they got this whole Kingdom Hearts 3 thing. They got to, you know, balance these JRPGs. They can't throw them out all at once. So maybe I'm wrong. We see uh, Final Fantasy Remake Part 1 beginning of uh, next year and then Kingdom Hearts in the second half. But yeah, even though they're... See, I'm not totally convinced that them breaking it out into parts is making them do it faster. So you may be right about 2018.
0: Uh, Dom, you have anything to say about Final Fantasy 15, the remake, Kingdom Hearts 3, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided?
2: The 7 remake, I think part 1 will make it for 2017. Um, probably Q2, Q3, you know, in an awkward kind of spot, like some weird month, August or something like that, um, to, you know, kind of stay out of the way of Kingdom Hearts, which is still different enough, I think. Um, but that, yeah, that's just being part one. So I don't think we'll see part two until, until late 2018 at the earliest and so on.
1: It's worth noting that um, I don't think they're going to do anything with Kingdom Hearts 3 at E3 because uh, they just put out a trailer for the 2.8 prologue, and um, that was yesterday. And at the end of it, it said... Um, that 2.8 would be out in December and that there would be more Kingdom Hearts 3 info this winter. So I think they're trying to tell people, like, yeah, don't even ask about Kingdom Hearts 3. We're focusing on 2.8 and F- Final Fantasy 15. And, you know, once Final Fantasy 15 is out this fall, later on this winter, once uh, 2.8 comes out, we'll give you your Kingdom Hearts 3 info, because people are crazy about Kingdom Hearts 3 info right now. People are just starved for that, so.
0: Um, so, lastly on the list, uh, we have two, one that I I don't know anything about, I doubt Dom does either. Uh, so, Near Automata, or however you pronounce that, and yes. the Resident Evil 7 reboot that's all but rumored and confirmed. What do we expect? Like, I, I doubt either of us have anything to say about near Automata, but like, the Resident Evil, I hope it returns to the horror roots, that's what everyone's saying, you haven't heard that anywhere else before. Um, but, like, I do you guys think we'll see extensive stuff with this game? Is it coming out this year with Resident Evil?
1: You ought to get a Resident Evil uh, uh, reveal. I don't think it's coming out this year, but it's time to bring that series back. It's time to bring it back to the name that everyone knows. And everyone, even if you've never played a Resident Evil game, even if you aren't a gamer, you know what Resident Evil is. And so, you should, you know, they need, Capcom needs to bring that franchise back, and I think now is the time to do it.
0: Dom, are we getting new characters? Are we getting the old favorites? What exactly is going on?
1: Yeah, it's going to be Leon, of course.
0: Really? You think they're going to stick with what people already know? They're not going to go new characters?
1: They're going to go with, like, a uh, super ultra cyborg Albert Wesker.
0: Personally, I want new characters. I think if they're going to reboot the series, I think you need a... I understand the point of going back to its horror roots, and maybe that helps with having the older characters, but, like, if you're really going to reboot it, like... The people who are in with Resident Evil are in with Resident Evil, but I think with this reboot, they're trying to get mass market, and I don't understand the point of having old characters if you're trying to do something new, you know? Unless they're just, like, starting it from the ground up with the same characters, but I don't know. Um, I just want to see it return to its horror roots, because that's when I like Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, I play shooters to play shooters, I play Resident Evil to play a Resident Evil game. Um... So, some things here to throw out real quick, Uh, Red Dead 3, uh, the Rockstar, will we see Rockstar at E3 this year?
2: Yes, but it won't be called Red Dead 3 because it'll be called Red Dead Revolution, Revolution. and it will be a prequel. What
0: what do you think, Jordan? Red Dead 3, will we see it? Yeah,
1: some people are saying, you know, Rockstar doesn't do E3 and all this jazz. I don't know, man. I think that Rockstar doesn't do GTA at E3 because you really don't need to, and why would you put the you know the biggest video game of all time up next to all these other games there's just you know you're drowning out your own voice so I would say uh, Red Dead is that game that is a game that you know it's still a big rock star franchise but people don't know Red Dead nearly as much as they know GTA so I think E3 is kind of the perfect place for Red Dead especially after all these years
0: will we see cyberpunk 2077?
1: absolutely not you will see (laughs) Gwent, the witcher trading card game which has already got a a leaked logo at this point
0: so zero percent chance cyberpunk
1: yeah they're just not ready to talk about that i mean you know they just got finished with blood and wine obviously they're still updating it because i can't even lock on but um yeah they're they've got a game coming out this year and now like i said that logo just got leaked, so we know it's Gwent.
0: Um, have you guys seen all of this rumor swirling of Rocksteady's new game that's supposedly a, sorry, not uh, Rocksteady, uh, Warner Brothers, who, who did the Batman games? Warner Brothers Montreal?
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing um, um, Superman.
0: Yeah. Will we see that game at E3 no. this year?
1: I think you will, buddy, because um, I watched a very nice 20-minute video that this guy did on YouTube where he compiled all the leak information and I mean the evidence at this point is staggering I think WB Montreal is 100% working on an open world Superman game akin to the Rocksteady Batman games but maybe not. it's not just like you know a part of that series it's not connected really so um, yeah I want to call that I definitely think that WB is working on Superman it's been you know you look at the Uh, time when their latest projects were released and their last big one was Arkham Origins, Last Gen, so I think
2: so. I think it'll just be Superman, but. Yes to both of them. Probably. Yeah.
1: Probably nah, not. probably not. Be probably just back to back, yeah. And I think. I think you're probably going to get release date for at least Walking
2: Dead. Maybe even both. (laughs) Let's go to these predictions. Let's do it. Oh, damn! Get slapped! Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ooh.
1: Hmm. Um, for Microsoft, I have quite a few here. Um, uh, you didn't tell me that before the
0: show. I just did a bunch. Regular and bold, because we, we have all have to have even, because it's a point okay. system to see who wins.
1: Okay. So, um,
0: and then you can go over the ones you don't choose, but I need to know your two definitive ones that count.
1: Okay. So some of these are kind of crap, anyways. So we're good. Um. I will say my not so bold one is just uh, Crackdown three. uh, If not release date, then window. They've got to do something with this game. People are just, you know, losing hype over this by the second, and this game needs to come out. So, like I said, not super bold, but hopefully an actual solid date, not just window. And then my bold one, you guys are gonna love this. You ready?
0: Mom spaghetti. Vomit
2: on a sweater all on. right
1: e3 2016 huge game reveal is sunset overdrive 2 baby it's happening
0: Ooh, interesting
1: i know that game didn't sell all that well <laughs> but it was a critical darling i mean
0: and it was free on xbox so a lot of more people got their hands on it
1: true true Maybe that's why and it became i free. think i think Microsoft didn't market that game well at all no one knew that it was coming out that game is one of my favorite of all time and I think just one of the best fun video games that there are and I think that there's more more gamers out there especially the the more casual side of gamers that want just straight-up fun games that aren't so serious and bogged down with these crazy deep systems and all that so I think Microsoft is honestly even though it didn't sell that well think they'd be stupid not to bring sunset overdrive back because that is such
2: a good game
0: so don let's get into your predictions i've seen you sitting there waiting by uh, chopping at the bit
2: so yeah jared i'm gonna go head to head with you um on the xbox slim prediction i'm gonna say it comes out at 300 okay and the you know the original xbox one it's marked down at 250 like permanently even with some all sorts of business bundled into it too gotcha so okay. i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna give you 50 dollars uh leeway on the slim prediction and that's but well, you that's also have on.
0: the point you also have the point that the regular one's getting turned down so you get a right. double banger there too yeah
2: so yeah that's double kind of a banger in so and it's that that's my like obvious what i what we is pretty what we think is pretty for sure yeah um, for my bold prediction now stay with me this is kind of big um scorpio is going to be revealed announced um Gonna come out, they're not gonna give an exact day, they're gonna say uh early 2017 or spring twenty seventeen. It's going to be five hundred dollars. They might not say that though, this early, but um actually they'll they'll definitely omit the price at this point. So we'll leave that $499.99. Right. Uh, and, yeah. Um, but what's more than that, and what, what's gonna make this like bold, and they kind of hinted at this, is that Scorpio in Scorpio alone, not the original Xbox or the Xbox Slim, will be very compatible with Oculus to the point where pretty much any major game on Oculus will also run on on Scorpio. I mean, and then all you would have to do is buy the Scorpio and the headset without a separate PC. So that is the part that I don't know what this
1: Scorpio is, but I'm pretty sure you're talking about the Xbox big boy.
0: We made a declaration it is the big boy on this podcast. There's no such game as dreams, Dom. (laughs) Only nightmares. (laughs) Uh, So, so I I, I see you there. Um, I do think it makes sense to make sure that you state that the new one, because it it gives a reason to buy the new one. Why would VR be compatible on the old ones and there's no point to buy the new one? Um, I think
2: they're going to take a different approach than what I think Sony will take with the Neo. I think that this Xbox big boy is going to be marketed as like kind of a whole separate thing for yeah it's going to be a marketed around VR whereas the Neo I think is going to be marketed more as a slim model with a couple new cool things but they're not going to push they're gonna emphasize you know the graphical fidelity increases that you'll get
0: also yeah real quick with this we could have talked about this earlier in the show I just want to mention real quick when we talked about um, Xbox uh, having all their games beyond Windows 10 as well and we, you were saying that makes it on so never going to buy an Xbox, we didn't think about the opposite ramifications of... If they're working with these systems, it could be that Microsoft is working towards getting a lot of PC-only games to the Xbox, you know? Uh, Jordan, you're going to tackle this bad boy first, and I'm going to be going last. So hopefully, uh, you know, I have some things left. Because I have a couple of things that are very generic. So, okay,
1: so. cool. All right, so my um, not-so-bold one is a uh, Detroit Beyond Human release window. Um And the reason I say window is because with the delay of Horizon Zero Dawn, um, it's getting very tough to think of a Sony first-party title besides MLB The Show, which comes out every year, that hasn't been delayed. Um, Infamous was delayed. Uncharted was delayed multiple times. um, Horizon was delayed. Order 1886 was delayed. um, and obviously Last Guardian. So it's kind of like, Sony doesn't need to keep delaying stuff. Their their fans are already pissed enough as it is. So I don't think they're going to be doing too many of these um, release dates, even though it been in the ass with both Uncharted and Horizon, where they ended the trailer by saying 2015 for Uncharted, or 2016 for... Um, Horizon and they never needed to do that. So I wish they would just stop doing that period. You They're gonna need... play it super safe. Yeah, you just don't need that that extra little bit. Like it'll come out when it comes out. Just show us the game. So then you're just pissing people off for no reason, I guess. Yeah. Um and
0: then my bold one.
1: Sanzaru Software is making Sly Cooper
0: 5 That's why you gave me that smirk earlier When I was asking you about them Yeah "Uh." exactly
1: (laughs) Um, So of course Sanzaru um, Originally kind of did like a Demo-ish type thing of um, A remastered Sly Cooper collection on PS3 And it turned out uh, Sony liked it so much that they allowed Them to do that for real And of course we got the Sly collection On PS3 so once they did that, um, they did such a good job on that that Sony let them make Sly Four, which came out on PS3 and shout out to the Vita, and then um, even that ended with a teaser for you know further Sly Cooper games, and I don't think that you know Sly Cooper is definitely not um, up there with like Gears of War for Microsoft or anything like that, and I get that it's not a huge franchise. But after what we've seen with Ratchet and Clank and the success of that, how many people bought that on PlayStation Four, I definitely think that, uh, Sansaru Sly Five is not out of the question.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, any others that you just want to mention that aren't your officials, but you had like written down? Um, I just wrote Nino Kuni. Nino Kuni was,
1: uh, Nino Cooney two, I should say, was revealed last year at PSX last fall, and. Um, of course, Nino Kuni was a big um, sleeper hit on the PS3. Um, totally Sony exclusive. That one was made between Level 5 and Studio Ghibli, which is a huge anime um, studio out in Japan. This one doesn't have Studio Ghibli on it, but it does have Level 5. Um, however, I think that it's not quite big enough to be. An E3 game. On the flip side of that coin, though, um, I may have mentioned it earlier. If I didn't, I definitely think we're going to see um, a JRPG renaissance and a Japanese game renaissance here coming up within these next two years. Maybe even here at this E3 with Persona 5 and Final Fantasy 15. So I think Nino Kuni once again is not out of the question. And speaking of with that Japanese renaissance. I think that we're going to get another uh, PlayStation 4 exclusive from uh, From. from. I think From Software is going to give us a PS4 exclusive. And I'll be damned if it isn't Bloodborne 2, my friends. I would really like to see that happen. Dom, are you crossing out
2: a prediction right now?
0: Well, no, no, that wasn't an official prediction technically. That was one of your extras, so he
2: can still call it. True, true, true. No, I'm glad glad you say that. And don't worry. It's going to work out great. So can I just (laughs) jump in with my predictions then?
1: Yeah. yeah, that's – the only other thing I was going to say was uh, Persona 5 huge gameplay reveal, which we talked about earlier. I was saying that they've got to prove that game to the North American audience, which I hope they do.
2: Okay. So I'll start right off with my bold prediction for Sony, and I do think that there's going to be a Bloodborne sequel, but I don't think From Software is making it. I think someone Ooh. else is going to be making it, so that's where that, I'm going to get a
1: little bit sony owns that ip so that's not far-fetched so bloodborne
2: 2 not from software because from software did say they were done with this genre for a bit at least so and that's why i I make that conjecture but i still think it's bold that either would get announced this early or anything so well um, they've been
1: some from's been churning those out man just just like dark souls 2 to bloodborne to dark souls 3 those are back-to-back years so so
2: naturally i would agree with you but if it's a different studio making it i think they yeah. might need more time but yeah can't turn them out like from exactly so my more stable obvious prediction is going to be they're going to reveal the playstation neo um yeah i think it actually is going to be called ps Four uh, Point Five, or rather you know ps4k ps4k yeah <laughs> yeah I think that's what they're going to call it. And it's going to come, you know, be released in the fall in October. And it's going to cost $400. And they're going to mm. be, they're going to emphasize extremely that this is not needed. This is just a, a slim model. Um, and part of that, second part to this prediction is the big feature that they're going to market on this is going to be a 4K Blu ray player. That's going to be yeah. the big thing they're going to market with the Neo. They're not going to, Go heavy on, you know, all your games are going to run in four K kind of stuff. So,
1: I so you're going the opposite of me or what I at least want them to do, which is, don't do four hundred, do five hundred, and really blow it out that it is way more powerful. It is a big luxury item. You're saying they're going no, no, it's only you know, fifty or hundred dollars more, and it's more exactly. just an incremental up, upgrade because they
2: they felt the feedback that they got when this first was leaked, which was mostly negative. I mean, at least the vocal feedback, right? And I think that, yeah, they maybe sort of modify their, the way they want to do this, and they're going to tone back that stuff. Whereas Microsoft, as I said earlier, I think they're going to do what you're, what you're suggesting and kind of go all out yeah. and make it work Like it. this
0: is an upgrade, the six yeah.
1: teraflops,
2: yeah. In between the two, uh, the Neo and the big boy, I think the big boy will do better prediction. Mm. Also, also that, might
0: contribute prediction. To the, that might contribute to the fact that there's more PlayStation 4s out there right now which means that yeah,
2: you have a bigger exactly. audience of
0: people who already own the console that will yep. want to upgrade as opposed to people who don't own the console at all that want to get a really solid console. Take the words out of my mouth. That could lean exactly towards it if not many people owning the Xbox, so that might actually benefit them. Uh, yeah, you have any... and like,
1: you're talking about like people that already have a PS4 and they're like, well, I've been wanting an Xbox 1, this is a perfect time to get one.
0: And it's going to be so powerful, you know, so. Yeah. Um, uh, any extras that don't count, down, but you wrote down?
2: Yeah, I'll say Dead Don't Ride gets announced um, October release date, I'll say. Okay. And it's, it's like an open world zombie survival game or something like that.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, mine. Um, uh, first one, PSVR. Uh, I think Sony's going to show two new uh, games that are going to be on uh, work with PSVR exclusively. And I hope so. And they're going to be involving PlayStation IP, current IP. Um, and I think they're going to give a release window of, like, around when the PSVR, like, when Neo comes out and, like, PSVR launches and everything. I think they're going to be around that window, maybe not at release, but around there. And the reason I say that is because, like, they've taken chances with Uncharted with, like, Golden Abyss, you know? So, like, they, they're, they're willing to use that, that, those, the IP that they have to try out things. Um, I don't know if it'll be Uncharted, obviously, because it's so close to Uncharted 4 coming out. But I do think my prediction is PSVR two PlayStation IP titles with the release window. That's what I have written down. Okay, okay. My super bold one, and I had another one, but I think it's not really bold. So I'm not going to count it, and I'll tell you what it is afterwards. My super bold one is Sucker Punch unveils Spider-Man Homecoming PS4 exclusive. Named right after the movie, working congruence with it, helps sell tickets, get people involved into that universe... Um, though I don't know if it'll be named Homecoming because I doubt it'll have anything to do with the movie because usually games that are involved with the movie come out around the same time as the movie or afterwards. So uh, I'll just say Sucker Punch Spider-Man game is unveiled. Um, won't release. I'll say release date 2017. It won't come out this year, obviously. No way.
1: Is it going to have that horse shit logo on there? Uh, maybe. <laughs> that logo for Spider-Man Homecoming is so bad. So
0: my extra one that I had here was Nino Cooney Kuni 2 uh, release date. And I don't think that's that bold, and I wanted to really do my PSVR one, so I just threw it to the side. Yeah. Um, lastly, the others. This could be anything. This could be, saying a game that we announced in the other section for either of the conferences we already talked about. It was completely open. You have two random other predictions. So, Dom, you're going first.
2: All right, so my safe bet is Gwent, which Jordan alluded to earlier. But I'm going to throw in there that it's going to come out on iOS and Android. Um, okay,
0: do you want to throw out what uh, conference it's going to be at?
2: That's a, that's a great question.
0: It's an extra <laughs> point. It's an extra little thingy that might happen, might not.
2: Oh, man. I'll say it's at Microsoft. I don't know why. I'm just, yeah. Um, so that's kind of the safe bet. I think we're, we're all pretty confident this is happening, but I really think it's going to be a uh, you know a, a mobile game. So my bold prediction is that Rockstar is going to announce a new IP. And I'm going to get specific here. I think this is going to be... Not anything, not like anything they've ever done. They're going to go to space. That's where I'm going. We're going to see some something GTA in some sort of other planet or some space something. Question, uh, do you Rockstar. think they're
0: going to announce the next Red Dead plus this? Oh, yeah. Or is this their announcement gonna, for the C3?
2: Okay. I think they're going to do both of these things. They're going to have a huge presence. So. Where is this uh, revealed at?
0: What conference? Microsoft as well. So the new IP at Microsoft. Okay. Mm. Sweet.
2: And then maybe Red Dead at Sony. Okay, well, we can't. We're only counting the new IP. Just, just hold me to a rock, new Rockstar IP in a sci-fi setting.
0: Possibly, yeah, sci-fi. Uh, and Microsoft will be on there, but you'll get bonus points if it's right or wrong.
2: Right. Any extras you want to mention that don't count? Um, I think Zelda will not get a release date, a specific release date. Um, they mentioned that it would release, you know, on NX and Wii U. But they didn't say exactly when that would be, right? They just said March for NX rather, so it could end up being May that Zelda comes out. As far Jesus. as the information we have now, yeah. And I don't I'd say that's
1: got to be a launch day title for NX. I hope it so. It has you to. You would
2: be. think, but the reason they don't say the release date now is because that would out that would out the release date for NX. Yes, yeah. that was the case. Well,
1: we already know it's March
0: next year, right?
2: But we just know March though. So we... yeah, I got you. If, that, if, if Zelda
0: isn't a launch title, they're committing suicide. Right. Um, so I'll go with mine. Both of mine aren't really safe, I would say. Uh, so the first one, Injustice 2, uh, we already know it's a thing. It's going to be shown. But um, I think that uh, it's going to have a – my specific uh, prediction is that it's going to have Suicide Squad DLC. Nice. Okay. I think yeah. it will have specific a Suicide Squad DLC, which ties in with the movie obviously – um, I don't think this will be console specific. I think it'll just be a DLC that they show. off. like, Injustice 2 is coming, here's a bunch of Injustice 2. Also, at the end, it'll be a tease of, like, it'll show, like, the Suicide Squad logo or something. Um, and then, um, in addition to this, is that uh, when they're showing off the characters, I think they'll show off Beast Boy and Raven. Uh, Beast Boy Fuck. wasn't in Injustice. Yeah. That would be dope. And Raven Shout would be dope out as Shout out to well. the Team Titans. Yep. Team Titans would be super dope. So, yeah. Injustice Team 2, Titans. Suicide Suicide Squad DLC, and hopefully we see Beast Boy and Raven, which would be super dope. My other prediction, um, kind of a long uh, dom, but not really, has to do with Rockstar. I think Red Dead Redemption, or Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Revolution, or whatever the hell it's called, will be revealed at Microsoft's conference. And the reason I say this is I think that after they unveil it, they're going to say, oh yeah, also, uh, Red Dead Redemption and Undead Nightmare are available right now on backwards compatibility.
2: Boom, that's a good one. No, that's That's definitely going to happen.
0: So I think they're going to be like, here's the third third Red Dead, and also, if you're not familiar with our franchise or you want to play until the game comes out, uh, they're both available in backwards compatibility. Uh, I believe like a couple of months ago or a month ago, there was a thing that happened where you could download Red Dead, it was available, it showed on backwards compatibility, and then they ripped it off. Yeah. Uh, So it's definitely, I definitely think it's going to be unveiled at Microsoft, and they're going to be like, yeah, and you can play uh, Red Dead Redemption. Undead Nightmare is kind of a weird one because it is DLC, but it was standalone. People could buy it on their own, so... Uh, And he was, uh, you know, people love that. So, yeah, Red Dead at Microsoft, and we will get uh, backwards compatibility of uh, Red Dead Redemption and Undead Nightmare on the Xbox One. Good call. So, those are my two. I actually, uh, I'll read my third one that I crossed out because Jordan made me feel bad when he was talking about Kingdom Hearts 3, and it made me feel as if this was super um, implausible. I just wrote down Kingdom Hearts 3, Marvel, Star Wars, uh, Reveal.
1: That would be awesome, man. I think that's E three next year. Yeah,
0: that's why I crossed it out. It was like it sounds cool, but uh yeah, so those are my two predictions. What about you, Jordan, closing do, out the show?
1: Real quick, I will say they have to put uh Star Wars in and Marvel in Kingdom Hearts three. That would just the weight, you know, that all this weight since Kingdom Hearts two on the PS two like, you know, twelve or fourteen years ago, that would finally make it worth it. Think but, about this uh,
0: black fade in, nothing but sand you hear a lone desolate voice of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. People well, I hate think that you way. just do a, a
1: lightsaber blast on and it's a Keyblade lightsaber.
0: That would oh. be so dope. Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay. I want to um, hear your predictions. Close okay, up the show. So, so real quick, we've, I'll just uh, do my extras cause we've already talked about them. I said JRPG Renaissance, which is happening either way. That's obviously very general. Um, Rise of the Tomb Raider release date on PS4, which I think it's time. And Smart, call. Smart call. That would really help them out uh, you know, boosting up uh, their exclusive situation with Last Guardian this year now that Horizon is delayed. And then, of course, I said Resident Evil. Um, I think we're going to get some kind of Resident Evil reveal, which is a reboot, which is um, hopefully going back to horror like we've talked about and leaving all that crazy-ass RE5 and 6 shit behind. Um, So, my um, not-so-bold prediction is going to be Shadow of Mordor 2 gets revealed this year. Um, It has been two years... uh, If it releases this fall, that'll be two years later after um, the first game. And, of course, they had some DLC packs come come out after that, but I think you know they've had plenty of time to make the sequel um and that was a big sleeper hit and that was something that um, turned out to be really popular obviously it's already popular um, as far as the franchise is concerned with lord of the rings so you don't even have to worry about that Um, and i do think it's going to be kind of a fallout 4-ish situation where you get the reveal at e3 and you get the game in the fall which would be great Do you think it's a
0: a Fallout 4 situation in the sense of it's more of the game you already love? Do you think they'll make leaps and bounds in gameplay, or do you think it's going to be, you know, the Nemesis system slightly improved, slightly tweaked, um, different, obviously, story, but do you think it's going to be, A, the same character, and do you think it's going to be more of the same gameplay, or do you think they're going to make drastic differences?
1: Well, um, you know, everyone was saying once that game came out, oh, dude, I'm so glad we're on next gen. I can't wait till next year when we get all these games with the Nemesis system in them. And there's happened. zero of those two years later. So, um, yeah, it's like they've still got the Monopoly there. They've still won the lottery. And um, I don't know if you're going to get the Nemesis System 2 or if you're going to get an even, you know, if they blow your minds in a whole new way with, with the Nemesis System, with a whole other direction. But, uh, yeah, I think that's obviously, yeah, definitely going to be a huge part of that game and and, and how they sell it.
0: It also fills the Assassin's Creed void we're going to have this year, if it comes out this year.
1: Ooh, that's a good call, Jared. I, I like that. Yep. Because they... Speaking of, you can go back and play the first one, and there's side-by-side videos where um, somehow they legally got the... Because uh, I guess some of the guys at Monolith worked on Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah. And so they literally took code from Assassin's Creed 2 and put it into Shadow of Mordor, and there's like... Identical animations and he. I'm okay with that. It works.
0: Maybe somebody can steal the code from Monolith for the Nemesis system. That would help. Yeah, it was
1: weird. (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah. Shadow of Mordor two. Bold prediction here, Uh, Dom. You were talking some scat about uh, Rockstar just a minute ago, and I definitely think we're going to see Red Dead uh, Redemption sequel um, at least this year, if not at E3. But What Rockstar is going to do this year is they are finally going to come back and re-reveal Agent as a PlayStation 4 exclusive because how the fuck are you going to sign a contract with Sony about making a PS3 exclusive game and then it just fucking disappears? Like, what the hell happened to that shit? I mean, can you imagine how big it would have been on PS3 even when PS3 was struggling but now, think about all the added stuff with how big Rockstar's gotten after GTA 5, how how much people love Rockstar, how mu- how big you know the PlayStation audience has gotten with PS4, and just, yeah, people are clamoring for that type of stuff. People are clamoring for uh, single-player DLC in Grand Theft Auto 5. People um, would go batshit, in my opinion, if they re-reveal Agent to be a PS4 exclusive, I think that will be a big deal.
0: I like that idea. Um, mix, it would be awesome. Uh, yeah, people keep speculating why is Rockstar E3. There has to be something. Whether it's a new IP, whether it's Red Dead 3 or 1.5, because it might be a prequel, whatever. Um, there has to be something. There has to be a reason they're there. And it could be multiple announcements. Uh, it could be all three of what we said. So, and um, that's, I mean, that game just straight
1: up disappeared. People don't talk about it. We don't know any insider information. There hasn't been some big Kotaku blowout or anything where they told us all the, the inside story. And I think that, you know, most people would just be like, oh, well, it's a, it's canceled. Games get canceled all the time, which is true. But especially this late in the game, like once the whole exclusive game had changed last generation, like these exclusive contracts with second parties, third parties, they don't, they, they're... Uh, they're beholden to this, and I think that um, Rockstar at least owes Sony an exclusive, even if it is an agent. So I'm I'm just really jumbled up in my head about what what that whole situation is. And I think the most you know clear cuts uh, not solution, but the most clear cut ending to that would be yeah we you know we didn't cancel the game. We've uh, rebooted it for the new generation and, and cleaned up all the textures and gameplay and everything. And I hope we do, man. I, I want to see it because I think you know people were hyped on that game when it was actually a thing way back when.
0: Um, Say so real quick before we get to the outro of everything, real quick I want to know what your guys' predicted game of the show is. Obviously after E3 we'll talk about what our game of the show was when we uh, saw everything. Um, my prediction is going to be uh, Sony Ben's Dead Don't Ride. Um, I'm not a Sony fanboy, obviously. I don't own a console. But I think that this game has enough interest – that they've been working on it so I would assume they're going to come out and blow the doors off of E3 and really surprise people my other ideas were going to be the Resident Evil reboot just because it resonates with so many people especially if it returns to the horror roots people are going to love that and uh, my other idea was God of War 4 obviously but yeah I'm going to stick with Sony Bend I think Dead Don't Ride is going to be game of the show I think that's what people are going to clamor for I think it's going to be a, a really interesting take on zombies and stuff like that and I think people are going to really enjoy it so I
1: got God of I War think four. You're, I think that's a bold predict prediction.
0: Yeah, I have faith in Sony Bend, so <laughs> hopefully. What about you guys? What's your uh, predicted game of the show?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty solid. It's gonna be God of War four. Okay, I bet yeah. it's gonna look amazing. Well, and yeah. it probably won't be called God of War four. It'll be a, a semicolon and a different subtitle or whatever.
0: Yeah, God of War the, Mjolnir's
2: and... Retribution or something. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Retribution. a lot of people are saying that uh, that game's gonna be kind of the the showcase flagship for neo uh, neo which i could definitely see
0: game of the show no man's sky I'm Ooh, just kidding. It, it won't be, be again
1: <laughs> it'll be a, a real turnaround but um for me i'm gonna say uh, what i have listed here on my note is just unknown i think that um, you know, last year, Horizon was the big game that a lot of people called their game of show just because it came out of nowhere. Even though we did know that Gorilla was working on an open world, possibly fantasy, sci-fi, RPG, we still didn't have enough of a grip from the leaks to really know what it was. And that really came out of nowhere and surprised people. So I definitely think it's a game that we have no, like, we just don't know about. We don't know, like, I'm not talking about Red Dead where obvious, like, I think we can all say at this point, uh, Red Dead sequel is happening and it's about to be revealed. Um, I think this one's going to hit us out of left field. So,
0: if um, Rockstar announces that new IP that Dom says, that'll be game of the show. Yeah. Well,
1: if that, or, you know, since I'm going ha- to, I do want to, you know, put a name on this unknown game, I'm going to say it's Agent.
0: Okay. So, A, we have Agent, God of War 4. Dom's <laughs> and... like, you're tripping, dude. So you <laughs> Uh, I think I think Dom has the more guaranteed uh more guaranteed one uh, yeah, out of us yeah. three um, sure. so before we head out, I want to get to our closing segment uh really quick a couple of things to go through. We finally hit fifty followers on Twitter, which is awesome uh sometime in the week around maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, Dom's going to tweet out a tweet saying this is the giveaway tweet, essentially something along those lines and as long as you retweet uh, or like that tweet, probably both of you like and retweet that tweet and you're already following us you'll be entered into the giveaway and we'll be giving it away on next week's episode and you'll be contacted through Twitter or email or something like that um, so yeah, pay attention to Twitter for our, our Twitter feed and see that tweet sometime later this week uh, we also got two new subscribers on YouTube which is awesome um, there was something else I wanted to talk about uh, oh, May the
1: force be with our Twitter subscribers.
0: Exactly. Um, so, before we get into the actual closing of the show, what are we going to be playing? Uh, I probably won't be able to get to play anything until like Wednesday just because I'm going to be paying attention to the conferences super closely, taking notes and all that stuff. So I don't know if I have a lot of time to play anything until like Tuesday or Wednesday. I want to get back into Quantum Break, um, and I want to get into Overwatch, but it just depends on if I have time because I want to be paying close attention to that stuff. So maybe I can make some uh, other content for our channel and stuff like that. Also, along those lines, my Overwatch review just went up on our website, controlledinterest.com. It has a brand new outlay. The website looks completely different. Uh, check it out if you haven't already. We're going to be posting a lot of content on there in the future—articles, pieces, all that kind of stuff—and uh, yeah, check out my Overwatch review. Uh, it was—I I thought it was a great
2: game. So, uh, what about you guys? What are you guys going to be playing this week? I have some unfinished business in Fallout 4 still, so going to be grinding through some more of that.
0: And then uh, you're going to check out Snap Map and uh, multiplayer right, on Doom. Homework. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see if I'm up for it.
0: Just a match in each. Just uh, five minutes in Snapmap and a match in multiplayer. That's all I ask you to do.
2: Fair
0: enough. Fair enough. I okay. Uh, Jordan, what about you? What do you have going on this this week? Well,
1: don't trust me when I say it, boys, but I'm guaranteeing you right now I'm going to turn on that PlayStation 3 entertainment system and I'm going to play some
2: Persona. Yeah. Hey. Um, and Sony's going to announce a Vita too god damn it Dom
1: you're killing me over here you're making me cry you really make me
0: want to say that I'm going to play Child of the Light this week so we're both wrong
1: (laughs) you want to know a bold prediction for E3 Vita 2 is announced (laughs) and that's worth 10 points on our scale I gotta say yeah if I get that right
0: okay Um, then I'm throwing one out there real quick that's worth 10 points Microsoft announces a handheld
1: god damn (laughs) that would be so cool dude we need it yeah I want a mobile halo so bad yeah um, okay, so playing this week like I said Persona 3. Um when I watch E3, a lot of times, you know, I'll watch like the the conferences, but then I'm also watching game demos a lot yep. from either IGN or GameSpot and then I'll be watching kind of funnies, pre and post shows and Easy Allies pre and post shows, um developer so, interviews. Yeah, totally all that kind of stuff. A lot of that I'm going to be doing on my second screen and um, just have, you know, probably my PS4 or my PS3 going, playing either Persona or um, doing side quests and exploring in the Witcher. And then also, not necessarily game related, but uh, I was reading the latest Star Wars novel Bloodline about Leia this week and just kind of got super bored with it, so I decided to switch it up and start reading Stephen King's Dark Tower series because um, they're currently working on a movie and um i finished the gunslinger the first book in in a day and really started loving the series and uh started the second book last night which starts right after the first one and uh so far so good so gonna be reading some dark tower this week
0: awesome so you heard what we're gonna be doing this week guys uh really quick if you haven't already if you have netflix go watch bullburn's new special it is so Do that. good do that, um, it's fantastic. Oh, and of
1: course, I'll be playing Watch Dogs too. Shout out to Watch Dogs,
0: Watch Dogs as well, guys. Not Watch Dogs, too. We don't have that kind of access yet. <laughs> that um, <laughs> would be awesome. Um, yeah, so thank you guys for watching, listening. All of the follows, likes, subscriptions, all that stuff's appreciated. If you haven't already, definitely share us. We really appreciate it. Shout out to Ellie, who's way bigger than us, and she subscribed and followed us. Uh, yeah, we really appreciate the support. You're awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, so catch us in episode sixteen. This was a doozy of an episode, almost two hours, sitting around an hour forty between uh, b- before editing. So hopefully, Whoa. you guys enjoyed this huge episode. Um, yeah, thank you guys for watching and uh, watching on YouTube or listening. Any closing words, guys, for E three?
1: Controlled interest, first E E3, 2016, baby, it's going down.
2: Dom, can you follow up? Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> I can say that would that would. Follow oh, just the Just goodbye.
0: <laughs> Alrighty guys. <laughs> Catch you next time. Bye.